Hey, if you have a successful business and you want it to grow by empowering your employees with modern tools like Microsoft 365 or Teams or even Microsoft Surface devices, or maybe you just want to get the most out of these tools, I think I can help. Just go to protectedtrust.com, and that's protectedtrust.com. You'll find on our website a roadmap that explains the steps on how to get to a modern workplace. And I'm happy to say that clients who have used our plan our happier and more creative employees who feel more connected, they share more ideas, and they feel safer with technology, which results in your business and employees achieving so much more. So if you want to begin your journey to a modern workplace, go to protectedtrust.com. Enjoy the episode. To transform your business, you must be willing to reimagine how work can be done. Ingram Leedy and his team at Protected Trust have been advising business leaders like you all day, every day to do just that since 1995. If you want to reflect your business as a modern company, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit protectedtrust.com. We've been telling people till we've been blue in the face, hey, you got to watch out for these phishing scams. And we even developed a course for people to go to, and we've even made a short video for people saying here are nine uh, ways to detect phishing. However, as we uh, learned that most people ignore what they were taught, um, and even if you did manage to teach an entire organization, uh, it's no guarantee that at least, I think the the percentage was 15%, would still click on a phishing email. So I thought it would be nice if we were to go over some examples of uh, how people are getting fished. So instead of telling them you should watch out for fishing, let's show them how how they get fished. How they get fished. Yeah. So uh, Sean, uh, you've run several successful uh, fishing campaigns for how how should we ethical fishing campaigns? Sure, we'll call them uh, to show people uh, show business owners just how bad their employees are about <laughs> uh, clicking on things they shouldn't or things that they should know not to click on. Sure. Um, well, even the, you know, one thing, even when Sean came in here today, it was talking about like, he just, you're just working on a client today that, um, got fished, right? Right. It's, have, it's common now. We have a, just, just a little while ago, we had a, a client that had a compromised account and, and we've you know kind of traced it back to, okay, here's, here's that message that you clicked on and you gave somebody your credentials and using your credentials that you provided to them, they got into your account, they mm-hmm. created these rules and they've been reading all your email for the past, you know, month. So. Yeah, even those um, the phishing uh, pages that collect the passwords, some of them don't like respond back that you got the correct password. Then you end up typing your other password, and then your other password, and then your other password. And it's just probably a long list of all your passwords they're probably collecting, right? Sure, sure. Probably to a lot of other things too that mm-hmm. you might have not necessarily your work business, but other personal things too. Or, or sometimes after you know after you've entered your username and password, they forward you, you know to the website that they were pretending uh, to be. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, it didn't log me in. Let me try one more time. And then you get logged in. You oh, you don't think anything about it. Yeah. yeah. So, like and I that's in the video. The wrong. And that's, uh, yeah, and actually that's that's in the examples that I that I put together. So, Well, can we go through some examples? Um, sure. So um, what I did for these examples, they're actually, they're real world, yeah, real world examples that we've received as samples. Um, and I've basically of successfully being fished of, of people who received a phishing message and they, they said, Hey, is this a phishing message? And I'm like, yes. And it's a really good one. And I put, uh, it, you know, okay. I put it in a, a folder over here. And so then, they didn't, they didn't get compromised. 
They, uh, they, they had the foresight to ask whether or not they should open for, it first. For these samples, they're probably ones that I received from people that said, hey, Sean, this looks suspicious. So okay. um, the, often the, the ones that where people are successfully compromised, uh, we never hear about, you know, how or what that thing was that actually compromised them. A lot of people don't know what compromised them, right? Because it looked legit. And they, right. All they, they know is that they were or they don't know how it happened or sometimes aren't interesting and interested in how it happened. They just want the problem fixed. So the examples you have today are ones that we've seen out there. We are, they're very good. Yeah. Um, and they're most likely people are being compromised on, but the, they're always changing. They're getting better or they're manipulating some other little detail about it or. Right. And, and like, you know, the, these examples that I have, um, like I said, they came from real world examples. These are ones that I have, uh, I've, I've sanitized them. So basically these are ones that I've converted and I'm using, uh, for our own, uh, ethical fishing, ethical fishing campaigns. Um, and, uh, and, uh, they're, they're pretty good. Um, these, these are, these are probably, these are very successful. And I would say these are probably the most successful when we're doing our own ethical fishing campaigns. Um, but you know, and, and even, if I were to receive something like this, I, I might not even question it. That's right. how, that's how good these yeah. are. So, yeah. Uh, well, b before you start, I want, uh, this is usually how I start it. Um, the, the days of the, uh, crown prince of Nigeria asking you to, uh, for your bank account so he oh, can yeah. send you his fortune. That's over. They're not doing that anymore. No, they've gotten so good at pretending to be the person who they're impersonating that it's way more successful. Yeah. And, and the thing is, once you get fished, you know, once somebody gets those credentials, then they can pr pretend to be you because they essentially are you, they can send, you know, they're in, they're in the mailbox account. And, uh, I know we talked about, you know, an example in one of the previous videos that we did where, you know, somebody actually compromised an account and, you know, from that person that was compromised, they requested a wire transfer uh, to an account that it shouldn't have gone to. Wasn't so, a real one, right? Or yeah, and, and that's, that's one. really common. So are you familiar with the case in this building? Um, I heard about it, but I'm not intimately familiar with that case. No. Okay. So I, I heard, I heard, I heard something happen. Well, we'll see if uh, one of your examples, um, so is, is what happened. So, yeah. So well, let's go through it. One, two, let's do it. So, one of the ones that I have here uh, is uh, for users on 365. Um, uh, there, there's a feature in Office 365 that lets you send quarantine notifications to users. Um, whenever you have an email that is sent to you that gets quarantined, uh, an administrator and your, your tenant can set things up so that you get quarantine notifications on a regular basis that basically tells you what items have been sent to you that get quarantined. Um, my first example here is, is a quarantine notification that didn't come from Microsoft. Um, this quarantine notification came from my phishing server and looks just like a quarantine notification that comes from Microsoft. Of his screen. So, so in, in this email here, you know, it's an email that, that, you know, office 365 actually quarantine at messaging.microsoft.com, um, sent me an email telling me that this email from Ingram got quarantined for some reason, which is kind of suspicious, but, you know, looking at that subject, 
uh, you know, the subject on this is new 2020 pay scale. I'm, I'm kind of interested in what that is. So I what might, is that? I might just click on that link to release the inbox. So, um, you know, if I go in and, and do the same thing that I would normally do, if I see something that's in my quarantine that I think I should look at, you know, I'm just going to release that to inbox. When I click on that link, it takes me to, you know, an office 365 login page. And I'm like, okay, you know, to me, I can look at this and I know, I know for a fact that this is not correct because, you know, there's several things on this page that you wouldn't normally see on a 365 login page. For example, you know, it doesn't ask you for both your email address and password. Um, uh, another example, that uh, address that's showing in the address bar up here is completely wrong. That's definitely not a Microsoft domain. Um, but if I'm... My, my eyes are pretty poor. Can you, what, what domain does it say? If I'm not, it's just an IP address. So, oh, okay. Um, in this case, it's just an IP address. But, um, but this, if, if this weren't an example that I had just sent myself, this could be based on a domain that... Uh, you know, looks similar to Microsoft.com. Right. And, or maybe it's the same domain with a misspelling in it. That, so yeah. it looks like exactly they like switch the, the F and the T at the very end. Sure. Um, or, um, or, you know, sometimes they don't bother to do that. They, they just do the same thing I did here, or it's just an IP address because people don't Check, look in the yeah. address bar. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like, Oh, there's the login page and you know, I need to log in. So when I enter my email and password on this page, you know, actually, you know, I'll just give you an example on dot com oops and this is my password you know whatever um when i enter that information and sign in actually it got an error this time but mm -hmm. um i needed to look at that what that should have done is redirected me to my normal portal.office.com right. login um so it looked like you just need to log in one more time yeah, or it probably like, logged in cause you're already logged into portal or right. like, Oh, maybe I entered my password wrong. Right. You know, let me do it again. Right. Um, and, but as soon as you do that, you know, I, I captured those credentials, you know, those, the, 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 the fisher or the person who sent this phishing message, they, they have your credentials now. And if you don't realize the fact that they just captured that, then, they can get right into your account and do whatever they want. They just take that username and password and log right into your 365 account. Yep. So this actually, this is a really, this is a really, you know, a, a very specific example, but it's a really good example because this is, you know, something that's actually out there in the wild. S spammers, phishing it, folks. It looks just like that, right? When you receive a spam. It looks just spam. like this. So, I mean, this, this is exactly what a quarantine notification. I mean, in our world, we live this stuff. And so we're very suspicious of little details for most people though, that are really are maybe not into computers like we are. Sure. They're going to could be fooled by that very well, easily. And, and, and something that you, you can see in this one, um, something that, that we do, um, in our organization, which is something that, you know, it's a feature that we offer to, to all of our clients, um, is this option to add this flag in the email that tells us when an email is coming in from outside. So, um, you know, seeing that flag there, makes me think, you know, maybe that is suspicious. Right. So uh, that normally wouldn't appear on this type of email. Yeah. Um, and, or an email that comes from Ingram asking me to, to set up a wire transfer. If that had a, you know, flag in it. Okay. That's not right. That thing shouldn't be there because it didn't come from the right. outside. It came from the inside. So, so, be, so because this is so convincing, mm -hmm. what, what can people do to notice that it's not a legitimate message? Um, when you, when you look at the links, like I can mouse over the link and I can see, okay, this is not going to, you know, 
this is not going to the place where it should be going. This is going to a different domain. It's going, in this case, it's going to an IP address, which you know, shouldn't happen in any Microsoft mail. Um, also, you know, just the fact that it looks kind of suspicious. We use Teams. If I got an email from Ingram and I was suspicious about it, I would probably just poke him in Teams and say, hey, did you send me something? And, you know, he'd be like, no. And I'd be like, okay, maybe I should report this message to myself since, you know, I'm the one that's going to look at them anyway. Uh, you, I tend to send you a lot of uh, you do, clever actually, messages a lot. Yeah, yeah, and that's I, I appreciate that. Some of the, some of the, Actually, one of the examples that I have here is something that I received from you, and yeah. then I went in and tweaked it a little bit yeah. when I sanitized it for using I get some good ones, purposes. and I'm always like, ah, oh, this is a really good almost. It got me almost, you yeah. Know? Uh, if I could just go back one second, mm -hmm. something important that you said. Uh -huh. um, when you get a suspicious message, uh, you contact the person that set, that you think sent the message sure. and, and verify that they did or did not sure. send it. Totally. However, what you uh, what you did, how you did that is important because you did not reply to that email no. and ask them, hey, is this really from you? No, it's to send it through Teams. You had to send it through an alternative method. Mm -hmm. So you would either have to call Ingram or you would have to hit them up on Teams or some other method other than responding to that email because you're responding to the uh, phishing person and you're not responding to him. And people, since, since I do, since I, you know, manage a lot of the phishing campaign stuff, um, uh, something that happens here a lot is whenever somebody gets a phishing message, they immediately contact me to be like, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> it's the curse. <laughs> hey, did you, uh, did you, are you trying to fish me again? You didn't get me this time.